0: Okay, we're rolling. Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast, a podcast about everything, anything, and nothing. Uh, I'm Daniel. I'm your host, and I will be in charge of the podcast. Uh, as I already mentioned, the podcast is going to be about anything, everything, and nothing. So uh, the topics day-to-day will vary, and that's the way I like to keep things. Uh, I guess I should start by giving a quick intro to myself in case you're hearing my voice for the first time and you're wondering who's this uh, gentleman. Uh, I'm Daniel, born and raised in Nigeria and currently based in Amsterdam. Uh, I've been in Amsterdam for about seven years now and I work as a DevOps engineer uh, by day and sometimes I DJ as well even though everyone in Amsterdam DJs. So, yeah, it's it's kind of a given these days. Um, and yeah, I was wondering what I should use to start the podcast. And I was like, okay, let me just give a reflection as to sort of the things I came across in 2021 that I found interesting or sort of left a mark on me, per se. Um, and we'll go from there. So not to... Not, oh, I forgot. I'm a Gemini, also, by the way. Uh, I I was born June eighth, same birthday as Kanye West. Uh, and yes, yeah, so I think you can already figure everything about me because you know, Gemini's were the best. Even though I don't believe in astrology or star signs, but you know, I just know I'm a Gemini, and that's it. So do do what you want to do with that information. Uh, definitely, you get to know more about me in more upcoming episodes and sort of my personality and the kind of person i am and what i believe in and stuff like that and yeah so far if you've survived the first 10 seconds uh, thank you uh this is going to be a wing free sort of podcast, so nothing really planned per se apart from days where we sort of have particular topics we want to talk about uh but as i said for this f- first f- episode which is going to focus on sort of what I came across in 2021 that was new for me in my life per se. Uh, So the first thing I'll start with is is Formula One. These guys have an almost fighter pilot mentality and that's what separates them from mere mortals. All I ever do is pray for a safe race. I never thought that I'd be there one day watching my son. It's heart attack after heart attack. Are you okay Nico? Get me out there's fire. fire. I love the danger, that adrenaline and that excitement. They have crashed! They've gone into each other! What uh. I'll do anything I can to get the best results possible. I'm not worried about dying. Uh So I had a new roommate that moved in, in September or October or so. And when she moved in, she told me about this uh, show on Netflix called Drive to Survive. And uh, like right before then, I was never into Formula One or anything. Like the only thing I sort of knew about Formula One was uh, Lewis Hamilton. That's all I knew. Because, yeah, I mean, we all know him. And that was it. But she told me about the show. And I decided to give it a try. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. And I found myself watching the first three seasons in a go. Like, I binged it straight away. And I was amazed as to sort of, like, the intrigue of it. You know, the cars, the politics, the drivers wanting to move on, wanting to prove themselves every other Sunday and of the year and stuff like that. And I really got into uh, Formula One. Like, I became obsessed with it started watching every single race every other sunday and luckily for me this year is sort of crowned or was sort of crowned as the best year in formula one ever because uh going into the final race of the year like every other sunday of the year you have a race in a different country and going into the final race of the year the sort of like the top two drivers were equal in points like it was very dramatic uh and spoiler alert um Max Verstappen, who's actually Dutch, Belgian and Dutch, but he represents the Dutch flag, uh, sort of won over Lewis Hamilton. And it was a very crazy, uh, crazy race. And yeah, if you told me sort of like six or five years, even two years ago that you will be watching Formula One every other weekend, I'd have been like, you're crazy because It didn't seem like something That I would be interested in Or like That entertained me But you know It just goes to show you That you should not be Afraid to try new things Like give new things a go And see uh, Where it takes you So Yeah shout out to Josie That's my roommate Who sort of introduced me uh, To watching the Series on Netflix That now now led me to uh, Being an avid fan Of Formula One So that's sort of What I can say Happened to me last year That I never expected To happen to me uh the second thing was uh I'll say Amat Piano. So uh Amat Piano is sort of like a new well it's not new but it's new to us here in the West per se. A new genre of music uh that comes from South Africa. And in uh May of 2021 so uh I don't know, I just put something on YouTube. I think I just put Deep House or something on YouTube. And it then also played into, like, a balcony mix from this guy's called uh, Major League DJs, something like that. And I was sort of intrigued by it. I was like, okay, this sounds very interesting because it had, like, uh, house music with, like, jazzy vibes and, like, very heavy percussion and, like, bass lines and it was just so captivating there's something about the music that you know you just want to move and it's not too heavy like a techno and it's not too slow like an r&b or something it's just has the perfect balance of a good time so i started listening to like more of the balcony mix from the major league dj DJ guys and i became obsessed with it as well and i sent it to one of my friends and he was like yo could you check this out it's like oh, this is really good. And then we also began to DJ uh, the kind of the uh, Amat piano sound as well. And then, so that was like right right around May of uh, last year. But I wasn't really sure how big of a sound it had become even here in Amsterdam. So, because the clubs were not open, so you could not really go out to, obviously because of COVID, so you, you cannot really go out to like listen to anything or see what the sound out there was like. But in, September, in October, uh, the COVID uh, restrictions were were like uh, were reduced and we could have uh, ADE, that's Amsterdam dance event. And those guys that I said, I was listening to the apocalypse mix, the major league guys, they were invited to Amsterdam for a couple of like uh, events to come play at. And I was like, okay, let me, let me go see what's going to be out here so I can see what the sound is like out, of, out of an actual party and see how people are actually feeling it and um to my surprise i went to a uh, which which is one of like the popular uh, clubs here and it was packed i was like my goodness like i thought this was my little secret that not a lot of people knew about but yeah it just goes to show you how so sort of, like music travels and like brings people together and yeah, last year became a very big hit for like Amat Piano and the sound and everything. I think even currently like one of the big songs in TikTok is like the uh you want to bam bam, you want to chill with the big boys. It's it's also You, want to bang bang. you wanna G with the big boys. Comes from like the Amat Piano, it's like an Amat piano remix from a particular song and yeah, the thing about Amat Piano uh events is there is always a lot of like Movements and dances and choreography and the DJ is like everything. He's the DJ. He's the uh, the MC. He's the dancer. There's a lot of vibes with it, and it's just so so good. So yeah, shout out to discovering a piano in 2021. It was very very refreshing sound of music to hear. You know, uh, and I was really 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 impressed by that. Uh, moving outside of music, I would say another thing. Uh, that I experienced last year sort of for the first time I came across was uh, traveling to Ibiza and Berlin. I guess I'll start with my Ibiza trip because I went alone and this was end of July, so like summertime. And sadly, or I don't know, I didn't experience Ibiza in like its full party mode per se because there was COVID uh, restrictions. So the restaurants and stuff were open, but like the clubs and every other like social life was uh, was closed, so it was more of a relaxation type, per se. But I got to say, it was it was really, really, uh, really, really wild for me. Cause, uh, um, yeah, I said I went alone, and I'm so I'm very used to I'm very comfortable in my own skin in terms of like traveling and being alone. It's I find it the best at times to be honest. Cause then you don't need to worry about other people's shit and what you want to do. Cause like you can just stay, sleep sleeping if you want to sleep in and go out if you want to go out, but. Uh, yeah, so one of the crazy things that happened while I was in Ibiza uh, was that I... I wouldn't say I forged the driver's license. It's just that I, at the, at the moment, I had not yet gotten my driver's license. I do have it now. So yeah, congrats to me for getting my driver's license at 25. But yeah, I do have my driver's license now. Uh, but at the time when I went to Ibiza, um, uh, I had not gotten it. And I, right beside my hotel, there was a, a place, a rental place there. And I went to them. I was like, hey, I would like to rent a... I initially wanted to get a motorcycle, a a car. I was like, I don't want to risk it. So I was like, okay, can I have a motorcycle? And I had not driven a motorcycle ever in my life before. Like, I didn't even know what I was thinking. But uh, for some reason, I was able to use my ID... And I told them that, hey, this means driver's license in Dutch. And they gave me the motorcycle and use my ID as a driver's license. And I literally had to Google how to drive a motorcycle on YouTube. And then I watched the video and then that's what I used to like Practice, You know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I feel like if I literally just watch one YouTube video, I can do anything. Like, if I need to do surgery and I just watch how to do surgery on YouTube, I feel like I can really do it. Like, I feel YouTube is so impactful and even more important than school these days in terms of, like, helping you discover stuff and learning new skills. But, you know, that's, by the way, by the bush. But I ended up getting the motorcycle because I actually wanted to go to Esvedera. So it's this beautiful, like... Uh, Healy plays in a bit like just right outside of Ibiza uh, where you can see like the sunset. So I like drove the motorcycle there and then like hiked a little bit to go see like the sunset. So you like go there around three, four, and then by five to around 6 30, you see the sunset and it's so beautiful. Like I think so, there was a couple that them like did their wedding there or something while I was there, or like they came to renew their vows or something like that. It was quite interesting and yeah it was it was really crazy so it was it was a a daring thing for me to do because I literally could have been stopped by like the cops or something ask my ID I've literally never driven a motorcycle before but you know that's that's what you do on holidays you take risks and you you try to see what happens out of it and make good memories out of it um, so for Ibiza I'll just stop there for now because you know Ibiza is a wild place so I'll, I'll just keep it to that for now for this first episode uh, not to get too crazy uh, for my second trip, I did go to Berlin and this was end of September. Uh, so actually right before I started my new job or where I am currently, uh, I had like a, a, a week break. So I went there with a couple of friends, two friends uh, from London. And we, yeah, we had we be, been planning to go actually, uh, but we canceled the first um, in 2020 because of COVID, but we were able to go uh, last year. And this was our first time in Berlin, all three of us together, and it was insane. Like, Berlin is full of main characters, that's sort of the way I will describe it. Every single person there could literally star in their own movie, it's like controlling every single thing, there's so much uh, personality out there, it's it's insane. so we're there for about five days or so, and trust me, we did not do a single tourist thing. All we did was um, sleep, eat, party. We didn't even—I don't—we didn't even go to like the Berlin Tower. We didn't go to the Holocaust Memorial. Nothing that sort of like touristy things to do in Berlin. We did not do that. I don't even think we went to the Centre Centre. Like it was so so crazy. Like um, oh, another thing about Berlin—the food that. It's immaculate Immaculate I'm not a big eater And I can literally eat anything But the food in Berlin Really, 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 really impressed me And my other friend He's a vegetarian And they had a lot of vegetarian options In almost every single uh, Restaurant you went to But yeah That, that was That was That was Berlin it was really crazy And the party scene then Sorry, the party scene there Um we wanted to get, go to Bergheim, but Bergheim was closed for some reason at the time we went. Uh, but we went to, like, a diff, uh, three different clubs or, or four different clubs every other night. Uh, we went to Kit Kat. We went to, uh, oh my, went to an underground building place. It was just crazy. And I um, and my friends, like, we listen to literally every kind of music. And obviously Berlin's known for techno and like for him the party scene was too crazy like we have some clubs here in Amsterdam that do techno and stuff like that like the school and um, shelter and stuff like that but one of my other friends his name is Nathan he was so stunned as to how they party there and the level of intensity per se you can say it was it was eye opening just to watch him sort of like oh wow Daniel this is this is something else and yeah, it was it was interesting. So yeah, this is just a recommendation. Go to Berlin. I feel like if, especially if you're creative and you're in a in a funk, like you know, like you're not in a very um, inspiring mood. I think if you just took a day trip to Berlin and you spend a day or two there, you will be like re-energized. There's something about Berlin that brings out sort of like your 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 alternative side. You can say that, or like the the childish creative side in you kind of comes alive if you go to Berlin but yeah it was really really good uh, that was another thing that I came across in 2021 last year Uh and sort of like a more on the softer side I would say uh another thing that came across that was that still stuck with me was uh Virgil Dyer so Virgil Abloh like the uh creative director for Livington's menswear and the uh, founder of uh, Off white. Uh, I'm sort of like also into fashion. As no, I, I don't know if I would say I'm into fashion, or I just like to look look a good, good style, a good, good clothes and stuff like that. I'm not really like a creative fashion person. Like that. I just like good stuff. And yeah, uh so Virgil's yeah, Virgil dying sort of like was a very shocking moment for me for 2021 not because I knew him like I I did not know him I don't even know someone that knows him personally Um, but it's sort of the circumstance in which he died and what struck me was that it was a reflective situation of something that happened in 2020 because in 2020 uh, Chadwick Boseman that's the Black Panther guy uh, he passed away as well um, I think due to cancer and he had known that he had a short limited amount of time. And it was, it's crazy to me how someone can know they have a limited amount of time and not tell anyone and still strive to be top in everything that you do. I, so that was sort of like what shocked me as well, because we've had it in uh, Chadwick's, Chadwick's Boseman's case where he knew he had limited time and he began to do, uh, what had kind to of, like do all these great movies Like Black Panther I think he had some other sh- uh, movies That were on Netflix um, One with um, uh, Spike Lee And stuff like that And then we also have now Virtue, Who also knew he had a very limited amount of time But used that time To accomplish a lot So I w- it, was, it was just like very I don't know uh, Psychological to me or Or uh, life life touching to me in terms of like i feel each of us would live a very different life if we knew how much time we left like if to say i came into the world and then literally as i came in when you come into the world the doctor gives you like a battery that says 55 years like i definitely know i would live uh a thousand times way different than i would do because if i had 55 years to live on earth I've already spent 25. I don't know if I would make the same decisions I made yesterday or today, knowing I had uh 55 years left. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I feel because as humans, we no one thinks they're gonna die tomorrow. Like, no one leaves us if, I mean we all try to say live your day, live every day like it's your last, but literally we know none of, none of us do that, to be honest. But it just it just it just uh came across to me as to like. I do not know. I feel I would leave drastically different. And that's sort of what this guy sort of like, uh, that's, what, that's sort of what Virgil's uh, past is sort of like put on my mind is just it's asking the question of, okay, Daniel, if you knew you had 30 more years to leave, but like, would you do anything different now that you're not doing? And... Yeah, so that was just something that I said was in my mind of 2021. I just decided to share with you guys to like, is to ask yourself, uh, you know, if you if you feel like you're stuck in where you are at the moment, it's like, okay, how drastically would I be living if I had a limited amount of time? Uh, And yeah, that's it. Uh, Not to get too deep in there. um, I just decided to share that because that was on my mind. Uh, What else did I come across in 2021 that had in fact to me uh, okay I can give my movie recommendations I'm a very uh I even go into that uh, they're like five major things that sort of like revolve around my life every single, t- every single day it's music 100% uh, basketball uh, movies like very good cinematography uh, pancakes and I can't remember the last thing but yeah those are the main things you can like find me being involved in uh and i'm a very very good movie lover like a very good movie does a lot to me like when i watch a movie um i definitely talk so if you don't talk while you watch a movie uh i'm sorry we can't watch a movie together because i'm trying to figure out like what's happening because you know i i do look at movies like as a conversation like the 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 director is trying to tell you something and I'm so as it's played I'm also trying to tell it something back or I'm trying to understand what it's saying so I'm, especially like uh, psychological thrillers and stuff like that I do like a good movie like that uh, so yeah I do watch a lot of movies I try to go to the cinema every other weekend um, yeah uh, so for last year uh, there were a couple of movies that I really came across that I really loved in terms of cinematography I would say Passing uh, which is on Netflix. Um, just a quick interest to what the movie was about. Um, so I think it it plays on a, a theme or an an idea that was in the 1920s called passing. So it's when like uh, a mixed race person decides to pass as one race or the other, usually as a white person. So in this scenario, there were two ladies who sort of were like mixed race. And um, one of them decided to pass as white So that she can gain um, societal and economic um, uh, opportunities While being white uh, in America And sort of both of them knew each other But decided to go different paths And sort of what you what you had was them Trying to reconcile with the decisions they made um, And how that affected their relationship And different things and stuff like that yeah, but you should. If you've not watched the movie, you should definitely give it a go. It's called Passing on Netflix. It's really, really good, and it's shot in black and white. And what I didn't know was that it was actually very common. Oh well, it's still it's still common because uh, after that, like as I said, I'm a very uh, detailed person when it comes to movies. I literally got into a wormhole of like trying to find out like real life cases of passing and I find that was very common for like people especially back in the 1920s to like do to like uh, gain societal privileges Um and then what they end up doing is like they cut off the other side that they refuse to pass as and so what you had was you have like um people assuming like let's say in 2020 they, they check their history and they find out that oh they're great granddad was actually a mixed race passing but he decided to pass as white so as to get some advantage and stuff like that and yeah I just found it very interesting I feel like I'm ranting a little bit now but I just really found it very interesting uh the second movie I'll say uh is The Power of the Dog which is actually also on Netflix I think Netflix has been doing some incredible work lately uh in terms of the quality of movies they put out there uh And this one features uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and it's really, really good. Like the main plot is just sort of talking about um, what happens when you gaslight a person too much and, you know, you never know what they could do with that. And it's, it's such a beautiful, well done movie uh, the final one I'll say is an international movie. It's a, a Korean movie. Uh, it's called Drive My Car. And I've really, I've really been into Korean movies these days uh, because, especially because of after I watched Parasite, which I think was the best movie in twenty nineteen. Uh, I've really been watching a lot of uh, Korean movies, and they're really, really good. It's quite long; it's about three hours long. But the the storyline, the acting was top, top, top notch. Um, so yeah, that's, that was my, uh, movie recommendation of 2021. Uh, and finally, let's go to that uh, music. Um, obviously there was the whole Donda's, uh, certified lover boy drama, but you know, it is what it is. I'm not really a big Drake fan. So that's that. Uh, I feel Donda was just. The only thing I, I would say I liked more about Don the Perse was that it was more creative. You know, it was more risky. It's not some. It's an. It was something new, and I do appreciate an artist trying to be, you know, risky in terms of their art, in terms of just creating stuff. Like the CLB was something you could expect from Drake every time. Like it's Drake. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but another album I really loved was um, "Call Me If You Get Lost" by Tyler the Creator. I think it's definitely gonna win album of the year uh in this year's grammy or rap album of the year in this year's grammy so it was really really good really good and i'm a playboy carter stand and i've been bumping a whole lot of red every day of the year so there's no there's not much to talk about there uh it is what it is we all love playboy carter in this house and if you don't love him uh, i think you can go kill yourself i'm joking but Yeah, so that's that Um, I think that's What I'll give for now For this first episode It's just a trial To see How I flow with it How I go with it And maybe next week I'll have a a guest I might have my roommate here Because she was actually The one who Sort of inspired me To actually record This first uh, episode And just give it a go Because I've been saying I want to do this for a while And you know I just did it Like Nike says So just do something Just Whatever you want to do Just go do it I'm not trying to be A motivational speaker here I hate motivational quotes I think they're very Very cringy Um But this was a Very uh, Interesting episode to do As I said It is the, It is What it is Podcast Gonna be the podcast About anything Everything And nothing So The second episode Might be totally different From this one. Second episode I might t- I might decide to talk about I don't know Why Why Toe sucking is is the best thing to happen since sliced bread it's something crazy or something very deep and talk about uh, the January 6 uh, rioting that happened in America and stuff like that so sometimes it might get political it might get psychological it might talk about relationships cool. dating love heart just anything you know just see how it goes and you enjoy so if, you, if you've listened through this 26 minute talk thanks for listening uh, subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend uh share it with your friends with your exes your boyfriends your link, all of that and i'll catch you in the next episode